This is Garden Variety, a horticulture podcast from Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm Charity Nebbe. Fall color is right on schedule this year. According to the Iowa Department of Natural Resources, color in northern Iowa is peaking right now and should remain spectacular for the next week or so, unless something goes wrong. Our resident fall color expert, Mark Vitosh, DNR Forester, is here. Hello, Mark. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. And it has been a beautiful week and a half or so. The fall color is creeping across the landscape. It seems to get more spectacular every day. So let's talk about the conditions that lead to this fall show. What makes for good fall color? Well, the thing that we need to kind of trigger this whole thing, and we talk about this every year, and thank you for talking about it every year, (laughs) is our days need to get shorter. And our days are getting shorter. And so with those day lengths getting shorter, the trees naturally actually start to uh, go through a process. And fall color change is part of that process. So as, well, there's a couple things that happen. So really in that change is as the days get shorter, chlorophyll, which is gives us our green color in the leaves, produces sugar and carbohydrates through photosynthesis. And in that process, as things start to change, that process slows down. And a corky layer actually gets developed in the petiole of the leaf between the leaf and the the branch. And so that movement of water and nutrients into the plant start to slow down. And so as that happens, the chlorophyll breaks down. And when the chlorophyll breaks down... Chlorophyll is actually a pigment. So there's other pigments that wait all summer for this to happen. And one of those pigment <clears throat> pigments are called carotenoids. And those carotenoids give us the yellows and the oranges. And those pigments are generally just sitting crunched underneath the chlorophyll somewhere in that leaf. And as that chlorophyll breaks down, they start to show those colors. And that's how we get our yellows and oranges. Now, the way we get our bright purples and some of those reds is there's another uh, pigment called anthocyanins. And those anthocyanins are actually produced this time of year. And when we get clear days, good sun, and cool nights, which a couple weeks ago we had a lot of that mm-hmm. as the temperature changes. I mean, the last couple of days we've had some clouds and stuff. But we've had good weather leading up to this with good conditions. And sugar gets trapped in the leaf during the day. And when that happens, those anthocyanins can get produced. And that's where you get those rich purples and reds, like the sumacs that we're seeing along the roadside. Or you get some of the red of the poison ivy that we're seeing. It's spectacular this year. <laughs> well, I, the the neat thing is I, I use the term around here in eastern Iowa. We have a spackling of color right now. and But it um, we have greens mixed with yellows. Yeah. And then the Virginia creeper, which has kind of a purple color, and then the poison ivy, too. Um, you see these trees that are green or yellow, and then you see this vibrant purple coming up, and it's just, I wouldn't say it's the best I've seen, but for it's some good. reason this year it's really standing out. The thing to remember is it could be over tomorrow or it could be over in a week. I mean, these things progress, and then they start to fade. The other thing in this area 
is we've had a lot of dryness. Mm -hmm. So with some of the yellows, I've noticed some of them are kind of washed out a little bit and they're not as crispy yellow or golden as they normally are. So that weather could uh, affect it. But these uh, clear days, cool nights have been critical. So I think that's setting us up for the purples and the reds. Uh, But they use the term frost freeze warning tonight. And if we get heavy frost, that can actually kill the leaves and stop the whole process. Yeah, I can think of so many mornings in the fall when I've walked out after a heavy frost and it's the leaves are falling like right. rain, some of them green. Right. So if that happens tomorrow morning in your neighborhood, that really means some fall color is going to be gone. Yeah. But I've also seen years where we've had frost or freezes, and depending on where you're at, it may not get quite cold enough and it doesn't kill the leaves. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens tonight. And But I know there's a frost warning for pretty much all of eastern and northern Iowa. Right. So. And, and so, as I mentioned on the DNR website, and of course you can get great information about fall color there, things are peaking right now in northern Iowa. So hopefully a lot of people are planning some lovely little fall color trips. But if there's a really heavy freeze tonight, that could... That could Spoil shut a lot things. Of the weekend. It could. It could. I mean, there's still you'll still see some color, but yeah, and there could be pockets. I mean, obviously down in the bottom areas, the frost is usually worse, and so maybe on some of the upper areas, you may still see areas not damaged. But like I said, we've had frost before, and um, we still have fall color. It just depends how cold, how long, all those kinds of things that we can't really predict if it's gonna. Um, but this, the website does a good job, and we talk about this every year, too. What is peak? You know, I don't know what peak is. Is peak when the maples are at their prime? Uh, is peak when you have the most mixture of colors, where you have yellows, reds? Because, it's like I said, it's a process. So in the first couple weeks, we get, along our road ditches, we get the purples of the sumac. We get the purples of native dogwoods. We get some of the reds of the poison ivy, which can be a ground cover, it can be a vine, and it can be a, a shrub, too. And then we get the yellows along our rivers. We get the ashes, the maples, the cottonwoods, the walnuts. All that's been happening over the last couple of weeks, depending if you're south, central, or north. Um, and then we get the sugar maples. Or in the yards in our communities, we get the red maples and the hybrid maples. We get those red colors, but then... We still have the oaks. The oaks are still green in most places. So in a couple weeks, if we don't get heavy frost, we could be seeing some some reds and stuff of those. And then we get the yellows of the hickory, shagbark hickory, bitternut hickory. So we have this whole system we can go through that for some reason this year I'm kind of excited. It's been kind of neat. I think it's the the vines have kind of got me all dizzy in the head or something. It's just it's just pretty neat. But again, we can enjoy it, call ahead, but it could be gone depending on the weather. So uh, when you ask what is peak, I think that's a really good question. You, you kind of have to just engage and enjoy the process because it, it is pretty spectacular when everything is pretty much green, but you turn onto a street and there is one spectacular orange tree. Right. That's incredibly gorgeous right and it will be gorgeous when everything has turned but you know those standouts are pretty fun to see and we don't always get where everything i mean 
there'll be years where you'll see a hillside and you'll see just all kinds of color. And there's no green. It's just color, reds, yellows, oranges, whatever. But since it's a process, it doesn't, the trees don't just say, okay, we're green. Now we're all going to turn color. It's depending on species, depending on the side of the hill, east-facing versus west-facing, north, south. As you go through the countryside, you're going to, and that's kind of what neat, is neat about it. You see all these different variations because of the habitat types, the tree species, and all that kind of stuff. Of course, if you are looking for that kind of vista, this is probably a really great weekend to take a drive up the Great River Road and, and head north. Dubuque and up in those places. I mean, looking at the site, they were basically saying between the 8th and the 15th that, you know, which were, this is the 7th, so tomorrow's the 8th. So, again, uh, yes, if you're going up those directions, those would be places to, to think about. I And you don't have to be on the Mississippi for those great vistas. No, we've, got, I, we've got gorgeous scenery all across the northern part of the state. And I talked to a colleague yesterday, and their friend lives in Minnesota, and they sent them just some beautiful pictures up there. So... If you're going north, that's probably where you're going to see the color first. Where are your favorite places to go for, for that kind of vista? Because I know you're out there every day enjoying individual trees. You're very zen about it, very in in the moment, <laughs> <It's very> Mark. Zen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to go back to my high school days when my wife, we're married now, and uh, when we were in high school, we would... We lived in Iowa City. We ventured up to Mount Vernon and loved to go to Palisades Kepler State Park. It's got a lot of maples. It's got a mixture of oak. And you get along the Cedar River and those rocky outcrops, just beautiful. Um, my grandma, before she passed away, I always used to take her every fall. I'd pick her up at her nursing home and take her to Lake McBride State Park for our fall drive. Um, so I love Lake McBride. Um, but there's some neat places up in northeast Iowa, I think there's some neat vistas along the Mississippi. There really are. In Dubuque, there's a city park and um, Pikes Peak State Park further north, uh, all kinds of places like that. But those, another nice place to, to go west would be Ledges State Park. I've been in there in the fall when we used to live over that way. So there's some, we have some great state forests, Lus Hills in the west. We have Stevens and Shimmick in the south, and we have Yellow River State Forest in the in the northeast, but we have multiple state parks, but there's great county parks out there, city parks. I actually like communities. I, I like to go through uh, Mount Vernon. They have a lot of maples and places. Um, there's smaller communities as you go north. You come over the hill and you look down and you see the church steeple, but then you see the fall color. I mean, there's Neat places like that all over the state that people can pick out. Well, and of course, you're here to talk about trees, but it's also a wonderful time of year to really enjoy the prairie landscape as well because the colors are changing there as well. The big blue stem are purple. You see asters, you know, coming. The little blue stem, which has another tinge. I, I love big blue stem. I love that purple. You look over and you just see this purple haze. I think that's really neat. And so, yes, there are all kinds of different things showing their color. All right. So the freeze warning is in effect for tonight. But even if it freezes, maybe if you get out there tomorrow, you're still going to see well, some spectacular I things think up if north. Well, I think if it's really hard and leaves are dropping, you'll see that there was an impact. But if there's not a lot of leaves dropping by midday, then maybe we were okay. All right. Fingers crossed. Yep.
Mark Vitosh, DNR Forester. To track fall color in Iowa, you can go to iowadnr.gov. You can also sign up to get the fall colors report sent to your inbox every week in the fall. For more gardening information and tips, you can subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Find out more at iowapublicradio.org garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Garden Variety is a production of Iowa Public Radio and Iowa State University Extension. It's produced by me, Aaron Style, Caitlin Troutman, and the Iowa Public Radio talk show team. For more garden goodness, please subscribe to our Garden Variety newsletter. Just go to iowapublicradio.org slash garden. I'm Charity Nebbe. See you next time.